Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. Today on the podcast, I'm happy to welcome Janet. Thanks for being here, Janet. Thank you for having me. Tell me, what is your question for me today? Okay, so my question, I feel like it's a bit of a three-part question, but I'm sure we'll get into that. (laughs) So it's, are we forcing our son to participate in seminary and other church activities? Mm, Okay, so tell me a little bit about what's going on right now with your son. So we have, obviously, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here in England. Um, I have three older daughters um, they're all adults now and then our youngest son is 14 and I just feel like he's very different anyway enthusiastically about church they were always you know they would go to conference and make notes and you know have the scriptures out and mark them and he's just not into that at all mm. so he enjoys attending church you know he passes the sacrament but other than that he just doesn't want to go to anything firesides, youth on a, you know, an evening. And then in January, they just started seminary and they started early, you know, because of the change mm-hmm. um, church program. So they started in January, should have been starting in September. And he's just not wanting to go. He Every night he will say, I don't want to go. Do I have to go tomorrow? It's boring. I want to quit. Why do I have to do it? Mm. Why, why, why? Yeah, why? and what what do you say? Well, we try to be positive and, you know, and, and share our experiences of studying the scriptures and learning, how it's helped us, how it's helped his sisters. His sisters have shared their experiences as well of mm-hmm. how seminary helped them get through school, um, especially doing early morning seminary. And he still says, I don't want to do it. Why do I have to do it? Yeah, yeah. Why, why? why? So no right. matter how many reasons we give him why it's a good thing to do, it's still why. Mm-hmm. So do you have a partner or a spouse, yeah. Janet? Okay. Are you on the same page with your spouse? Yeah, we are, yeah. Okay. We take turns getting him up for seminary in the morning. So, mm-hmm. And have you and your spouse decided kind of what the expectations are, what the non-negotiables are in terms of religious practices? No, not really. Okay. I think we had it easy maybe with our girls that they just wanted to go to everything. So Mm. it was never, it was never on the table for us. It was just, you know, this is what we do. We do Mm -hmm. seminary, we go to church, we go to youth, we go to firesides. Yeah. So this is a different different kid, different experience as a parent. And it sounds like a good conversation for you and your partner would be, what are the non-negotiables? What are the family expectations that don't change until our child is 18 and can make their own decisions and is legally responsible for themselves? And what are the negotiables? So there's no right answer for what that is. It's just 
like it's okay to have expectations, right? Yeah. You just have yeah. to decide what those are. And if you're going to let seminary be a negotiable and maybe sacrament meeting isn't, or, you know, if it's all non-negotiable and that's just part of being in our family until you're 18. So stop whining about it. There's no right way. Okay. You just need to decide based on your relationship with the child, who the child is and, you know, how, like how to best parent him because he's different than your others, Mm. obviously. I I think it's because probably more for me than my husband, my my husband's a convert. So he joined the church when he was 22, I think. Mm -hmm. And I stopped going to church when I was a teenager because I was given that choice Mm. of whether to go to church or not. And I chose not to go, Mm -hmm. which then led me down a path. And I made some choices that I probably wouldn't have made had I carried on going to church. Mm. Um, So I think some of it could Mm. be that fear of, well, if he doesn't do seminary, then, you know, he's not getting, if he doesn't go to that fireside, then he's not getting, if he doesn't go to this, then he's not getting. And all those little things Mm -hmm. will help him to make those good choices not make those wrong choices maybe that I made when I was his age. Mm, that's very insightful, Janet. Mm. I'm really glad you brought that up because some of this, like you just said, is about your own fear of him making the choices that you made. Mm. And you can't entirely prevent him from making the choices that you made. No. <laughs> and he's different, right? He's different than you. And, and maybe letting him not go to seminary is going to actually keep him engaged in all the other things because it's not a power struggle all the time. Or, I mean, we don't know, right? <laughs> but your fear is getting in the way of really praying and getting in tune and with what this child needs okay. and how to preserve your relationship. So would you base your non-negotiables on how the child reacts to invitations to attend things? Like, you know, pick your battles type of mm-hmm. thing? You could. Again, this is this is hard because it's really up to you and your husband. Yeah. For me, I had this situation with one of my kids and we decided, and this is not for everybody, But personally, we said, we attend sacrament meeting as a family. That's part of our family tradition until you're 18. Mm -hmm. And that was our non-negotiable. And how did that work out? (laughs) Um, It worked out fine. This child went and didn't do a lot of the other things. And this child is not active in the church. But I don't know that that was the... no the factor in that but we have a really good relationship still and and so you will not know ahead of time how your decisions are going to impact your child Mm -hmm. but I I want you to be really mindful of your own fear and recognize that that may be clouding your judgment Mm -hmm. in terms of what's best for this kid I think really my fear in, in some ways my experiences is helping me mm. to ask this question because I think 
if I hadn't had that experience, I might just think, you go to seminary, you go to fireside, you go to youth, that's what we do. As members of the church, that is what we do. That's mm-hmm. where we're expected to be. You know, we go on a mission. That's what's expected of us. That's what we do. But because of my experiences, I think maybe somehow that makes me think, well, does he not get a say? Does he not get a choice? Does mm-hmm. he not? Is he, you know, we, when they're eight years old, we kind of ask them without asking <laughs> them, do you want to be back wise? No. I, right. I've never known a child yet say, no. Right. Yeah, I want to follow Jesus. But yet when they're 14, we don't ask them, you know, do you want to go to church? Do you want mm-hmm. to go to seminary? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like when they're eight and they're not really responsible enough to make that kind of life decision, mm-hmm. at 14, they're still not, but they're a bit older and maybe a bit more responsible. And yet we don't ask them. It's just kind of a, you go in. Yes. You bring up a really good point, Janet, because the the goal is over time to give them more and more choices and stewardship Mm -hmm. over their own lives. So when they are an adult, they're prepared to make those choices. Yeah. So really point well taken. I'm just reflecting on my own seminary experience. I disliked seminary and I had early morning seminary in California. And I sat outside of the room. I went, but I didn't go in. Didn't go in. Oh, so you had <laughs> not, not for four, not for four years, but um, for part of the time. Um, so I just share that because you know, at fourteen, you yeah. do you do have a say. Yeah. Right. I had a say. <laughs> it's like I'm not going in. I mean, I have I have only on one occasion. But on one occasion, I took my daughter to a, I think it was a youth conference. And she said, I'm not going in, I'm not going in. And I just opened the door and went, yes, you are. And give her a little push in the door and she'll tip behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really enjoyed it. And I feel sometimes we do need to, you know, give him a little push. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't want to feel like we're forcing him to to study scriptures. He may turn around in years' time as an adult and say, you forced me to read those scriptures that I didn't want to, you know, that I didn't believe in, that I didn't want to mm-hmm. take into my life. Um, so I feel as as I'm getting older, I'm a bit more aware of not fitting that, that mold, you know, that everyone's different. And Yeah, I agree. I, I think you're right on to, to be think You're asking the right questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. what is best? The question is, what is best? for this child's growth yeah. and development and what is best for our relationship mm-hmm. because the yeah. relationship is what's going to last whether whether he's active in the church or not yeah and and uh, we haven't done anything to you know turn turn it into an argument or um a debate or it's just you know every night oh I don't want to do seminary why do I have to do it I want to quit. Don't want to do it anymore. And then on a wing and a prayer, we're like, you'll be fine in the morning. You'll be okay. You'll enjoy it. And then pray that, that when we go in in the morning, he gets up and he does. Mm. Mm. If he's doing that to please us mm-hmm. or if it's because he wants to do it. So for now, we're just kind of like letting it happen like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, you, you may want to ask him. Are you going to please us? Are you getting anything out of this? Do you feel like it's building your spiritual life? Yeah. 
Yeah, good idea. <laughs> Aaron, I'm scared to ask the question in case he says, no, I hate it. It's boring. I don't Probably will, because sometimes it is. Yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have opened the box. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like you care about his experience, which says a lot about you as a parent, that you're, you care about him as an individual, not just about conformity and looking good for everyone else. You know, oh, my kid goes to seminary and goes, you know, it's like you care about your child, your unique child. So that's really great. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I wish there was a quick, just kind of, here's the answer, Mm -hmm. but it's really up to you and your husband to decide what are the non-negotiables and is seminary one of those? Yeah. And if it is, then you just keep, you know, if, if it's non-negotiable, then you just keep doing what you're doing and say, you know what? And when you're 18, you can decide, but till then you're going. And I want to hear any, any complaining about it. Or if you decide, you know what, we're going to let this child choose in this area and see what happens. I feel like, because that's seminary, but there's also youth. So every Tuesday, do I have to go? I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have but you ever said why not? Like, what what is it like for you? It's only him and one other boy. And the mm. boy's and him. So, and it has been on Zoom for the last 12 months, which he's not mm. enjoyed at all. Mm-hmm. They've just started meeting face-to-face. Um, and he did go. We did go um, on Tuesday night. And they played table tennis and planned um, another activity. And he said, yeah, it was good. But... I know next week he'll say, do I have to go? I don't want to go. Mm. And I feel like if I say no one week, then the next week, well, you didn't let me, I didn't have to go last week, so why do I have to go this week? And then bit by bit, he'll go to less and less and less and less and less. And then he'll just fall off the deep end and start making horrible decisions, (laughs) right? There's your fear. (laughs) (laughs) He's so different to my other children. They would stay at home. They would go to everything. He goes out. He, you know, he's one of them kids that hangs out at the park and you mm. know, very physical and active. And yeah, doesn't really have friends in church. Mm. Live mm. quite the way out from everybody else. So. Yeah, yeah. So this is a chance for you to grow as a parent because he is different than yeah. your other kids. And usually, the child who is more difficult has the most to teach us. Yeah. So what just something to think about. <laughs> What's he trying to well, yeah, let me ask, I'll turn that back to you. What do you think parenting him is teaching you? Oh, I guess to love him no matter what. You know, it's not it's not based on his religion, his choices, his ideas, his opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on yeah, who he is. And isn't that why we're here? Isn't that the lesson that we all need to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it almost doesn't matter what you choose Mm -hmm. because you are learning how to love unconditionally, how to let go, how to let him unfold. And that's, you know, that's why we're here is to learn how to love unconditionally and how to preserve the important relationships. And it sounds like you're doing that 
And so it, it almost doesn't matter yeah. what you decide in, you know, to, he has to go or doesn't have to go. I just don't want him to resent us, I guess, in years to come, yeah. if he does decide that it's not something that he wants you know, wants to pursue. Mm-hmm. He'll resent you for something. So yeah, might be this. <laughs> Though, you know, kids will have feelings about what we do and we can't predict that and we yeah. can't, we can't avoid it. They will resent us for things. They'll be grateful for things. They'll be sad about things. They'll be angry about things. And so you're not going to prevent that no matter what you choose. No. It'll be something else. <laughs> I also feel like it's a bit of a pre, you know, a pre-mission conversation because, you know, when he was younger, yeah, I want to go on a mission. But as he's getting older, it's like two years, nah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of feel like, you know, we're getting, I've never said you're going on a mission. You know, it's always been, well, if it's something you want to do, go for it. And if not, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like this is a bit of a practice for for when that crops up yes I think you're right Mm. he will have more and more say in his own life which is how he's supposed to yeah it's how it's supposed to go yeah yeah Yeah. so do you Janet do you feel like you've gotten what you needed from our conversation today yeah I think so there's there's no right and wrong really is there when you bring it up your children you've just got to do what you think is best at the time and Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. Yeah. Just didn't want to feel guilty anymore, like forcing him. But we will make those decisions and then we will just let things be, let things play out how they're going to play out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate you sharing your story, your your heart, and your struggles. I think it'll help a lot of people. Oh, thank you. You're helping so many people. Your your podcasts, your your um, social media, especially your stuff about women. I just love it. It's so refreshing. Oh. I'm like, oh, yes, this is what I think. This is what I believe. Yes, thank you. And, oh, um, thank I, you. I, I didn't meet you, but I came to a fireside many years ago. I think it was 15 years ago at Manchester, um, mm. at Ashton, actually, Ashton State Centre. You'd come to pick one of your sons up from their mission. Mm-hmm. And you, do you remember? I, I remember. I think it was probably eight or nine years ago. That's it. Yeah, I I loved that trip. Oh, that's fun that, that you were there. Yeah, and you gave a talk. You did put a fireside on, and you told us um, the reasons why you wrote "A Window to His Love," which mm. reason why I came to the fireside because I love that song. Aww. I love it so much in talks and things. And yeah, and then you got the audience to sing with you. I sang my heart out. <laughs> what a wonderful memory! Thank you. Aww. Yeah, it was. It was lovely. Well, thank you for. Well, thank you. That. I, yeah, I appreciate well, that. that. I know your song because that's led me to follow you and listen to your podcast. And every single podcast, there's been something in it that has just helped me and, and made me open my eyes or, you know, resonated with me, you know, which just makes me feel normal. Like <laughs> the thoughts and feelings that I have are okay and they're normal. Oh, I'm that makes gonna, me so happy. Yeah. 
So, and I share it with all my friends. Oh, well, thank you. Julie Hans says this. And Julie Hans recommends that. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback. That just, you've just made my day. Thank you. It's so important. We don't talk about it. You yeah. know? Yeah. We, we might talk about it with our girlfriends a little bit if we feel safe to do so. Mm-hmm. But doing it on the platform that you're doing it on, just it just it does it just makes you feel safer and better about yourself so thank Mm. you you're welcome that's why I do it so thank you for that feedback it it just really warms my heart thank you thanks again for being on the show today thank you thank you for taking time to have me on thank you for listening to ask dr julie hanks a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.